0: What's up everybody, we're in February, which means we're in Black History Month, and uh, happy holidays to you guys, Uh, as far as Valentine's Day, Black History Month, all that stuff, I know everyone takes, a lot of people take these things seriously. Um, Well, here's the thing, but this episode is going to be very divisive. It's already, I've had three different conversations with three different people about my opinion on this. And Jonathan Esther, who loves to argue, but who cares? Like he, Jonathan Esther is the kind of person where like you'll give your opinion, he'll give his opinion. You can get over it because you'll, you'll disagree to disagree. He needs to push his point home because he's an arguer. You say, well, guess what? He's like, what? I don't care. Well, that's not fair. Ooh. You know, because so, he wants to argue. No one has time for all that. But I had discussions with three different people. Never saw it the same way i feel how i feel no one's gonna change my mind i just think it's an interesting conversation and it's called the batman conundrum is what i call it pretty much my theory is the ultimate bad guy the ultimate villain in gotham city is batman um that's simple because he isn't killing anybody now i've heard different people say well once you kill someone you become a killer and someone has to kill you well that's the that's the game if you put on a mask and become a vigilante there's another vigilante that doesn't think this is going to be your way they're going to take you each other out that's the that's the game says always someone willing to take you out we see this in real life too now imagine this right i'm gonna use this as an example because we're normal people air quotes i'm doing air quotes you work at a job it's tip related and you work in a certain position That's a money position. It's a trusted position. It's a seniority position. You don't think once you start making that money, and it doesn't matter how much you're making because people don't have to know how much you're making. But you don't think other people are already plotting your downfall? I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's how it is, though. Once Bruce Wayne decided to put on that cape and cowl, he automatically made himself a target. But more importantly, he made Gotham City a target. Now, if you want to even backtrace this even more, I'm gonna go as far as to say his family's the heel. Look here, you're some rich white people in a, a uncertain neighborhood at best, if we're being polite here. You decide to go down Crime Alley for a shortcut. The one thing I think everyone has learned so far this year because we're still very early in this year. But I think the one thing we've all learned from this year is when you get white people scared, that's a problem. When they had that insurrection, there were a lot of people in that position, in that capital that, that had never felt that before. Some have been in war. Some have been in the military. But you could tell who had been to, to and seen situations and who hadn't. You're going to take a walk down crime alley, then, dude, the, the course dude's going to jack you. And people just think it's always funny. People always say, well, they didn't have to kill him. They didn't have to do this. Why didn't they? When these people are tweaking in on drugs, dude, and they're not wearing a mask, they got to kill their witnesses. They keep the witnesses alive. Those witnesses go to police. Those police then go to DAs. Those DAs then go and say, hey, let's persecute this person. This person has a lot of power. Let's get as many of these people off the street as possible. So if you want to be honest, it goes back to then." But, if you want to take that out of the equation, let's go to what Vision said in Captain America Civil War. Our strength begets strength. Let's go to what Thor said in the first Avengers movie. When you guys grabbed the Tesseract, you guys showed the world you're ready for a higher power. The world, Thanos now and's like, oh, y- y'all about that life now, huh? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about that life too. When Batman put on that cape and cow and started with this freaking Bat family, with all the fucking Robins, with all the Bat with the two Batwomans. That's sh- that showed the world. Oh, he's oh you that, that showed Gotham. Oh, you 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 really want you really want this shit? Cool. So of course he's the ultimate heel. You gotta kill some of these even if you don't kill people like the Riddler, who are at best B minus, C plus characters, even if you don't kill them you got to kill the Joker. The Joker has to be stopped. Matter of fact, let's go even deeper. Let's look at Ted Kaczynski, right? And let's compare him to O.J. Simpson. If you look at the O.J. Simpson trial, that O.J. Simpson trial was... I'm, I'm surprised there's not more documentaries on it. If, I, if there are, I haven't seen them. Uh, I would love to. Um, but I remember living through that, right? And I was really, really young. Here's how crazy that shit was. When the O.J. Simpson verdict was about to be rang. I, I, I don't remember what grade I was in. Red. Well, I don't remember what grade I was in. But I remember the class stopping. The teacher leaving. Rolling in a television. So we could all see the verdict. That's how much of a shit show that was. Right? Let's look at Ted Kaczynski. This dude bomb mother bleepers for years. Finally gets caught. And he's going to put on the same kind of show as O.J. Simpson people. Even though O.J. Simpson personally didn't do it, it was the attorneys. But he was going to put on a show just like that. The judge said, nah, you're not doing that in my courthouse. It's like everyone came together without need to have a conversation. And then they had a conversation and realized, none of us want to be a footnote in history to this guy playing games and making us all look freaking stupid. Because Kaczynski was a genius. So his own lawyers were like, hey, nah, man, you ain't got no options here. The judge said, no, you have no options here. I'm not letting you fire your attorneys. I'm not letting you represent yourself. Blah, blah, blah. This and the third. None of the above. That's the only reason this dude is still alive. It's because he pled guilty. They left him no choice. They took the games out of his hand, right? You got to take the game out of Joker's hands. We already get it. Uh, Arkham Assam is clearly not safe. Arkham City is not safe. We get all of that. Let all the B minus C plus characters leave, right? Joker's that one you can't. He is A plus, 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 plus. He is a threat to everyone walking. And it's always funny how he says, hey, I'll let you go if you help me. No, why do people believe him? I'll never know. I guess it's that sliver of hope that you keep and just so you can get through the night if you're dealing with him, right? But at the end of the day, dude, you gotta kill the Joker. That was that's my point in this whole thing. He refuses to kill this guy because he has this, this moral code that the Joker knows he'll never cross. But his thing also, let's go even deeper into it. With the way Batman beats down criminals, he's already killed like four or five motherfuckers anyway. If we're being honest, he's already killed people. There's no way all the brain damage he's caused hasn't come back later on and someone's like, Well yeah, you have a hematoma, blah blah blah, and it's bursts, you're dead in twenty four hours. That's not a thing. The way he beats people down, and you know it's a good uh, example of it. Look at the Batman trailer with Robert Pattinson, where he's literally the guy swings once, he gets nothing else in. This dude, Batman, just beat. That's how Batman beats people down. You've killed someone already, dude. That's not a thing. I don't want to hear your moral codes. Now, let's 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 look at the other end. Is Batman a victim? It's it's not. Even, I'm not even talking about his parents. Of course, Batman's a victim. Batman's been raped essentially. That's how Damian Wayne was conceived. He was raped. He was drugged. I don't, I don't get me wrong. Bruce Wayne would have definitely bang Talia Al Ghul. He would have. You know, that's definitely. I think between her and Catwoman are probably his greatest loves, right? Um, and I guess you know the the the, uh, the Master of the Phantasm is is, is that too, but I, I put her low because that wasn't canon until more recently. But Talia Al Ghul. And Catwoman are definitely his two loves, right? Talia drugs him so she can have a kid with him. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, essentially he's raped. He's been taken advantage of as well. So, I'm not going to sit here and say he has not been a victim. If we're not talking about the the whole parent thing, right? He's been a victim. However, when you tangle with these people, what do you think is going to happen? It's like when people, they hear about drug dealers getting caught and their drug dealers are, you know, and they're like, or they get killed or whatever. Like, well, what do you expect? You were, you were dealing with these people. But well, what does Batman think? He's constantly dealing with the underbelly of bad. This dude goes to Nanapar Bhatt to deal with Rachel al who's probably one of the worst human beings ever created in life. Like, this dude's on probably past Hitler levels, dude. He is terrible. So, like, when you're constantly grappling with these people, bad shit's gonna happen to you, dog. People are gonna find out your, your identity, you know? And the fact that he's so... I can't let my people get hurt air quotes again. Dude, you already put everyone at risk. You already have. Even if you didn't have a bad family, you would put people at risk. You put shit, dude, you put Alfred at risk every time you step out. You have a bat cave underneath the fucking Wayne Manor. So here's my thing, right? No one's first of all, no one's gonna change my mind. I, I would love to see the responses to this, to this to this podcast. Because no one's gonna ever change my mind. Because, here's my thing, right? I, I I do get what people say when they say, once you kill, you gotta be killed. Not necessarily. Is that with cops? Let's say if you're a clean cop, you make a clean kill, someone's gonna kill you, you gotta kill them, and you're a clean cop. Nothing dirty about you. Does that mean someone gotta kill you? This dude Batman goes looking for trouble, dog. Batman's a fucking bully, too. So it's not one of those things where it's just like he leaves people alone till so he has to pick up. Nah, man. Bruce Wayne... He's a very intelligent person, so he knows when he needs to pounce, and he pounces, and he pounces every night. That's not a thing, man. That, that, that You can't constantly pounce on people and be like, well, damn, dog, you, you got to leave my city alone. No, he needs the city. He needs the city being be in his shithole. Look at the Dark Knight Rises. He, this dude wouldn't come out and play because everything was good. Then he was waiting for things to go bad again. These are things that, these are parts, even though even, even if they're not connected to one another, these are Batman's personalities. He's a junkie for this shit. I used this in my Watchmen review last week. Rorschach is definitely a psychopath, without a doubt. Batman's a sociopath, though. He's on the same level as the Joker. He knows what he's doing when he's doing. So you can't tell me, when he's sitting here beating people to a blade pulp, he doesn't think like, they're going to make a full recovery. Even if he hits the bones the right way, dog, you still fucking some shit up? so to me that's the batman conundrum of him being the good guy or the bad guy okay overall at the end of the day does he have good intentions sure but isn't like once again that saying though the road to hell is paved with good intentions so it doesn't even necessarily mean anything like that you know what i'm saying so to me if he just killed the joker it's not that big of a deal he doesn't have to turn into superman from injustice would it change him i don't know because here's my thing I just don't think Batman or Bruce Wayne is capable of evolving or changing. He's a, he's a junk. Look at the future state comic book they have out now. Bruce Wayne has no riches. Well, spoiler alert. I guess I should say that because this is a very new comic. I normally wouldn't do that, but this is such a a new comic. Um, He has no riches and he's still being, he spent his last money on being Batman. He is a junkie. He is an addict, dude. He has a problem you can't be the good guy. You're constantly out here trying to convince yourself because you're not convincing me. You're not convincing no one else that you, you're you the good guy. And by the way, if you got to convince someone that you're the good guy, you are probably not the good guy. That's the one thing I respect about those Watchmen characters. None of them ever say I'm the good guy. They may think it. They may be narcissists or whatever, but they all believe truly that, hey, this is just a part of the game. But no, that's not a thing. And to me, I think even if you have a a, a line that you don't want to cross, there's certain people that they force your hand because they're so evil. They're so demonic. The Joker is that. The Joker needs to be taken care of. Like even with the Riddler, I get why you wouldn't kill the Riddler. The Riddler is, he's not a threat. He's more about, hey, play my game. You know what I'm saying? He's more about the challenge. That's why I did like the ending of Hush. Riddler knew the whole time, but Batman said, "Yeah, you won't tell anybody." I said, "Why would not? That's the whole point of your riddles. You having something over other people, and you knowing that information. You like being one step ahead, which made that to me that that ending made perfect sense. So you have, you have a bunch of characters like that, and you're always gonna have criminals in the world. You're always gonna have people like Bane and and, and, and whoever else in this world you know what i'm saying because let, let, let's, let's be honest batman i think batman and spider-man have the two greatest rogues history rogues gallery of villains in history um and if, i don't even want to debate who has the better one to me they're one a one a they're definitely they're tied they're, they're tied in every way and that's because the psychology of the villains are connected to the heroes in itself you know that they, they, they just are like Spider-Man is connected to Doc Ock. He is connected to the Green Goblin. He is connected to Craven. He is connected to Morbius. He is connected to whoever, whoever else you want to throw out there. Shocker. You know, Batman is the same thing. His family was connected to Penguin. GCPD was connected to Riddler. He's connected to the Joker. You know, like, just Bane he's connected to. You know, so it's like one of those things where they're so conne- they, they These these writers in the history of these characters have done such a great job in saying, "Hey, man, dude, this is they—they've connected all of them so perfectly." Um, so I don't want to go there, but to me, that's because he is so connected to them. That's why it's hard to let them go as well. Like, and I get it, people. I don't think people realize how hard change is until change is upon them. Isn't so many people I've talked to and they've asked me, hey, how do you move around as much as you move around? It's like, dude, because I'm not happy one place, I gotta go somewhere else until I find that 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 spot that's gonna make me happy or whatever that career, whatever, you know. Um, I do get it, I really do. Like I said, I get his conundrum when he leaves every night, but he still makes the decision to leave every night and go do some shit. When that bat signals up, he ain't gotta go to it he makes that conscious effort to go to it. That's on him and not anybody else. So to me, the Batman, the Batman conundrum is we need to finally say, hey man, Batman's a bad guy. Batman has allowed so many deaths on his watch. Batman's the reason why Jim Gordon's been tortured so many times, why his daughter was shot and paralyzed for many, many years. Now they've that, but you get it. And look at the last story they just did, where Batman reveals that he's known the Joker Joker's true identity. This entire time, he even knows where his hidden wife and child are. He said, I've, "He says I'm Batman, Alfred. I've known Joker's identity since the first week after I met him. That makes you just as culpable and just as much blood on your hands as the Joker. No one's ever gotten that close to Joker's identity, and you know it. And he proved it. And that's canon. That is now canon. Jeff Johns made that canon." When in the, that last panel of that comic book, the Three Joker story, you see Bruce Wayne outside of the house with Joker's wife and kid, and Joker hasn't even found them yet. Now, in fairness, I don't think he's probably looked for him, but I'm pretty sure if he did, he would find him. You don't think a writer's gonna come back around to that now, and have th- that wife's getting killed without a doubt. The kid, huh? The kid's fucked. But Batman has just as much blood on his hands as every, as every other villain he's allowed to kill. But mainly, this, this is mainly about the Joker, though. Because the other two villains are, they're just out for themselves. They're not, they're, even if they are killers, it's usually people that's in their own group and it's usually people that they attract. So do you really want someone that's homies with Two-Face out in the street and Two-Face kill him? It's kind of like, uh, were you really that crucial to the to the world, dog? No, you weren't. You get what I'm saying? Like, to me, most of the people that these guys kill, like Bane and all these people, they kill people that's connected to them. You know, they, they rob other people to scare them, and that's terrifying. I understand that, and I don't want to downplay that. But the people that kill is usually people on their team, and it's kind of at that point, it's kind of like, dude, I, I can't feel bad for that dog. You're kind of fucking crazy that you align yourself with a guy not just called Two Face, but has a Two Face. So. Anyways, I would love, I, I really want, I, want would love to hear the feedback from this podcast. It's not going to be as long as others. It's probably going to be what it is right now, like 20 minutes. Um, But to me, this is the Batman conundrum. And this, to me, is like, this makes this conversation interesting. Like I said, out of the three conversations I had, Jonathan Esther disagreed with me. The other two agreed with me. But they don't, they don't feel as strong as I do about it. Like, they kind of, they kind of were like, they didn't think he was a good guy either. But it kind of was just like Ugh, I don't want because Batman is such a beloved character I don't think I, I think people know how loved Batman and Spider-Man and Superman are but Batman's trauma for some reason hits deeper than Wolverine's trauma maybe because it's relatable you know not many people can relate to losing their memories and not just and not getting those back right but Batman's trauma is just is, is even though even if you're not a billionaire. Just losing your family and having this I'm gonna go crazy moment. You know, but you know, and I, and, I, and I don't say this to make people even agree with me. I don't, I can care I truly can give a fuck less. But at the end of the day, like, when you look at these things and now that these stories are in continuity dude, he's a junkie. And then when you want to see Future State, like, in Future State, Batman there is a new Bruce, there is a new Batman, which is uh, which is uh, tim fox which is lucia's son's uh, lucia's fox son um and it's not the son that you guys see on Batwoman? if you watch batwoman it's it's his brother but bruce wayne is still batman but but he has no money he has no he has no resources in this and he's still being batman he literally spent his last dime on being batman you're a junkie dude you're a junkie for this adrenaline rush you can say it's but you can say all you want to hey i'm here to help the people and that's cool but you're not. You're here for yourself and for your own selfish reasons. At least other characters have had the heart to say that. And to me, that's the stone, that's the hardcore truth right there. Him and Spider-Man are both junkies. Spider-Man though, I don't think many of his villains actually kill. Because Spider-Man more bright and glossy. Batman has always been, been dark. But I mean, you can't sit here and tell me that he's all the way right. Especially now that it's in continuity. He's known the Joker's true identity since the first week he met and he knows where his missing family is. And he keeps tabs on him. It's not how that works, man. You're the villain. Anyways, that is the show for this week. I will see y'all next Monday on I See Things a Little Differently.